Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. At the Bax and Nagel Show on Rock 102. Oh, finally. It is Monday. What a long weekend. What took so long? I don't know. For it to finally be Monday. I know. And from Friday, and then you had that long Saturday, long Sunday. Well, here we are, starting the work week off on Monday. You know, a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people, like an extraordinary amount of people, were at the Big E over the weekend. Yes, they were. They were. Their potatoes, their moo nuts, the corn dogs, the cream puffs. They enjoyed all that stuff. Nelly was there over the weekend. It wasn't even hot enough to take off all your clothes. No. But uh, today is a brand new day. And uh, today we celebrate with the likes of Mr. Scott Cohen. Oh, God. We'll Thanks talk, so much. You bet. We'll talk football, baseball. That's pretty much it. Oh, basketball, too. All kinds of things. And then there's other stuff today as well. Uh, like what? Well, uh, there are some things we won't get to, uh, and some things we will get to. I'm on board. Are you Let's with go. me? I'm with you. Fantastic, buddy. All right. You and me. It's gonna be a, gonna be a nice day today, though. Uh, sunny and a high of 72. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 70. It's 59 right now in downtown Springfield. Steve, but it's already turning out to be a great day. The sun is already shining inside 45 Fisher Avenue. Sun's not even out yet. It's still <laughs> yes, and you it can is. feel the warmth of the sun. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's five thirty-six. The backs and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. There you go. September means fall in New England. It also means fall golf. We've got Rock One Hundred Two Springfield's Classic Rock. It's five fifty-one with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. It's going to be sunny today with a high of seventy-two. Tomorrow sunny with a high of seventy. Fifty-nine right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, John Cena is recognized by the Guinness World Records for granting the most wishes through the Make-A-Wish Foundation. He's fulfilled 650 since he started in 2002. That's actually pretty cool. It is cool. It's also cool that uh, he graduated from Springfield College. He did graduate from Springfield. I was just going to say that. You weren't going to say that. You know, you stole my thunder from that. Pretend I didn't say it at all. Uh, Hey, by the way, did you know he graduated from Springfield College? No kidding. Yeah. When was that? Uh, Many years ago. I'll be damned. When was it? I have no idea. Oh, you don't even know. I don't even know. Uh, Yeah, John is listed under uh, Most Wishes Granted Through the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Uh, uh, He should have been given that title a while ago because no one else has ever has even fulfilled more than 200 wishes, and he's got 650. He's been granting them since 2002 and is now the most requested celebrity. Hey, you know what? Good for him. Yeah. yeah. That, that Make is a, awesome. Make-A-Wish is a great organization. To make himself that available, good for him. That's awesome. Yeah, it's not like Carrot Top is making wishes come true for all these kids. Steve, yeah. if, if you're a kid in that situation, yeah. is Carrot Top really what you want? Uh, yes. Don't you? No. No. Because like anybody else, I'd say, take your props out of here and go. Enough. Yeah, see, you, you, just, you just need to expand your mind a little bit more about the, the variety of people who are able to grant wishes. No, I get it. But yeah. if, if it's a choice between John Cena or Carrot Top, 
I think any reasonable individual would say, we should go with Cena on this one. I was the recent recipient of a -a (laughs) Make-A-Wish-Wish. Rihanna will headline the 57th Super Bowl halftime show on February 12th in Arizona. She confirmed the news with a photo on Instagram of her hand holding a football. There were previous rumors about Taylor Swift being the headliner. She was apparently asked, but turned it down because she wants to finish re-recording her first six albums. Well, she's very busy then. How long is it until those songs become free reign then? Like, she's only made music in the last 15, 20 years. Yeah, but it doesn't become um, public domain for another 50 years or so. Right. Maybe one of these situations where she doesn't have total ownership of those first six records. She probably signed a lot of that away when she started, and now she wants the rights From time to time, you'll hear of an artist or a band re-record an entire album so that they will own that uh, property. Well, so far she's done two of the albums, Red and Fearless, so maybe 2024 we can have a Tay-Tay in the halftime? Maybe. Here's the thing about Rihanna that I didn't know, and I just read this yesterday. I had no idea. She hasn't performed publicly in five years. Think about being so out of practice and then being asked to do it again after you let everything kind of go. Right, but it's September. And she's been working on that fashion line that she's been really, really successful with. But it's September now. You have all this time to prepare for that one show. It's not like she has to do this every night. I know. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I mean, I, I can imagine what it must feel like to to be doing shows and then to feel like you've got one show to kind of prove yourself. I I don't, I've never had that experience. You've never had that experience? No, I don't know what huh. you're talking about. In well, I'm just saying, I would imagine it would feel, I don't know, like uh, a lot of eyes on you, or ears, as it may be. Yeah, I'm not sure what you're talking about. I, I, I can't get into your shoes. I'm thinking very hypothetical. Of course, it's all rhetorical. Uh, in related Super Bowl news, Pepsi is no longer the sponsor of the halftime show. It's Apple Music, because they came up with more money than Pepsi. I thought Pepsi would have been smart about that and said, no, we're going to counter your offer and uh, offer you more money. I don't know. Apple's Apple's got deeper pockets than Pepsi does it, apparently. Uh, Louise Fletcher died Friday of natural causes. She was 88. Louise is best known for playing the evil nurse Ratchet on uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. By the way, it's not Nurse Hatchet, as the NBC News guy said over the weekend. That really? was national news. The it's NBC Nightly News. Whoever that guy is that fills in for Lester Holt there oh on the weekend. Uh, Nurse Hatchet. No. Ratchet. She won the Oscar for it in 1976. Good movie. It was a great movie. You know what? I'm going to go watch that again. Little Danny DeVito, I think, in one of his very first film roles. The Little Danny DeVito? Yeah. But he played Martini. Yeah. Hit me. Hit me. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, Christopher Lloyd, right? Wasn't Christopher he? Lloyd was in it. Uh, a very young Jack Nicholson. Yes. And Louis one. and Louise Fletcher played uh, Nurse Hatchet. Yeah, Ratchet. Whatever. All right. Uh, Mariska Hargitay. Hargitay. I always have a hard time saying it. The hot one from Law and Order. Right. That's the one. Yeah. Has a talent for getting out of speeding tickets, but her Law and Order co-star Ice T says he isn't as successful because quote I'm black. You know, I'm pretty sure uh, you would get celebrity treatment if you were to be pulled over by a police officer. You think there's not a cop in the world that hasn't seen Law and Order? Probably. Probably not. But I'll tell you what, 
as bad as you think you got it, Mariska's mom got it worse on her last traffic oh, stop. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. That's a tragic Much joke. worse. A uh, physicist who once visited the set of the Big Bang Theory discovered that there was an actual uranium inside an antique Geiger counter that they used as a prop. It probably wasn't enough to hurt anyone, but he removed it anyway. Now, see, that would have been a good show. Everybody starts getting uh, all kinds of ailments and sick and uh, throwing up. And <laughs> That might have been the thing that saved yeah. that show. Yeah, it could have been. Oh, is this where the show jumps the shark, where they all get radiation poisoning? <laughs> they had me up until that point. Uh, Dead and Company will embark on their final tour next summer. Guitarist Bob Weir says... Is that says, some sort of threat? I guess so. Uh, guitarist Bob Weir says all the members will continue to perform in, quote, one form or another until we drop. The band consists of three original members of the Grateful Dead, along with John Mayer and other musicians. You added John Mayer? That I seems guess. a little uh, thing. Hey, uh, you know, Kim Kardashian was seen at Dolce & Gabbana over the weekend. You don't say. I do say. She must have had something to say. Uh, well, she was wearing a, a, a tight leopard skin suit. Huh, no kidding. And she said, oh my God, the last time I had a skin tight anything was when Ray J gave me an ambushed Paddington with his marmalade mallet and that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn <laughs> for $39.95. Oh, that felt good. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, Caitlin? Well, I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once ate from her ringworm buffet. <laughs> a little dungalingus, if you know what I'm saying. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is uh, we did some backdoral. <laughs> it's lovely this time of year. And uh, Kanye? I'm not allowed in the house no more. <laughs> <laughs> she won't answer my calls ah, either. That's too bad. I can't imagine such, that. Such an injustice. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash of Rock 102. I there's nothing quite like playing golf in Vermont, and there's nothing better than playing golf in Vermont at the Brattleboro Country Club. The River Valley's hidden gem boasts champ. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Benjamin Moore Paint, Cabot Stains, plus rock-solid painting advice and expertise. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't know about you. But as a guy who has suffered through high ankle sprains, low ankle sprains, mid to low ankle sprains, sprained knees, arthritic joints, fawn arches, and painful bunions, there is nothing worse than getting saddled with a bunch of painful and inconvenient boo-boos. Add that to the fact that you're coming off a difficult loss to the Baltimore Ravens, and you can only imagine what a crummy day Mac Jones is going to have today. As many of you know, the Patriots had their asses handed to them yesterday by quarterback Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, 37-26. Just to clarify the significance here, that's an 11-point loss. On top of that, Mac Jones was injured during the Patriots' last offensive play of the game when he was hit by 6'8", 375-pound uh, lineman Calais Campbell of the Ravens. All right, 307. But even still... This would be like having a bag of, a bag of 36.5 standard-sized bricks at 4.3 pounds per brick being dropped in your shins twice. I don't care how resilient you are. That sort of impact is going to leave a mark. It is also going to be very painful. How bad is Mac Jones hurt? Well, I'm pretty sure that most of us saw the guy hopping off the field and wincing in excruciating agony. If I were a doctor, I would say those are the signs of a young man in a great deal of pain. Thankfully, I'm not a doctor. However, Mac is scheduled to undergo an MRI later this morning. 
which would then be my recommendation. It would also be my recommendation that Brian Hoyer get to work early this week because there may be a lot of work for him to do if Matt can't play against Green Bay this weekend. Again, I'm not a medical expert. But when a six foot eight inch man lands on you, regardless of the distance, that's probably not something you're just going to walk off. That's the sort of thing when you suddenly question your decisions that you've made in your life. It also makes you question why oversized guys couldn't stop that oversized guy from crushing your quarterback's legs, because that's supposed to be part of your job. But hey, and if I'm yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Put your PJs on. It's almost time for bed. That's what you say to your lawn this time of year, just before you tuck it in and go to Rocky's Ace Hardware for Scott's Winter Guard, the fall lawn food that's on sale all month long at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 612 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be a pretty nice day today. Sunny and a high of 72. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 71. It is 58 right now in downtown Springfield. Scott Cohn will be joining us after 7 o'clock. There's loads of stuff to talk uh, with him about later on today. If you uh, if you watched that uh, Dahmer thing on uh, Netflix? No, everybody's been telling me about it. I just have not uh, had a chance. Yeah, it's not really like a family movie night. I can sit the kids down and watch that. Well, so but that's part of what I'm getting at. Yeah. So it's got everybody split. It's it's called The Dahmer Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. And uh, it's on Netflix and it's you know, it's a bunch of episodes and mm-hmm. it kind of chronicles uh Jeffrey Dahmer uh and everything that dude did. Now, I'm reading, so I posted the the uh, the map that I drew of uh, of my apartment yeah. in relation to Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment, and we yeah. were you know living there about the same time frame, you know, 1988 to 91. I had actually moved out of the neighborhood by the time he got caught, yeah. but he had been there for a while, and uh, it's only an eight minute walk. That's uh, that's the crazy part about it, and it's right on the same street. It's it's That's not crazy. It's I lived on uh, 20th and Kilbourne. He lived on 25th and Kilbourne, literally yeah. five blocks away. Now, we we ran in different social circles. Uh, my understanding is he preferred smaller portions. Uh, you know, I was not in any danger of being, uh, you know, victim number 18 and 19. <laughs> you, know, you know, but as I'm reading the I post this thing and people are talking about how they couldn't get past the first or second episode of the show. Yeah. It's like, I like I, you know, I, I watched the first and second episode. It was so disturbing. What did you think you were going to see? Yeah, it was a guy who ate people. He, like, kept, what, what? he enticed them with cash yeah. to take pictures naked, and yeah. then he killed them until they were dead and then ate their bodies. What were you expecting to see a, 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 a joyful memory lane jaunt with the Waltons? You know, it reminds me of that time uh, Jeffrey Dahmer was uh, eating dinner with his mother. And uh, she looks over at him and goes, Jeff, I don't like your friends. And he goes, well, you can eat the potatoes then instead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the funny part about it is, so when that happened, right. and, 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 and again, I'm living... <laughs> blocks away from this guy all i wanted to do was tell all the great jokes 
that were swirling around in my head. Mm-hmm. And I was working on a show where they would say, boy, don't don't joke about that. You know, don't, that's, you don't want to joke. You don't want to say things are going to hurt people's minds. It's like, listen, I just spent all night coming up with what I thought was the greatest joke. A sandwich is a sandwich, but a <laughs> man which is, is a meal. meal. Yeah. And you're going to deny me that opportunity to say that on the radio? Damn you idiots. See, that would have been. That, see, it's always somebody to poo-poo on the party, isn't there? Absolutely. Yeah. But I just don't understand. Like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, <laughs> like, what did you expect to see? If if, if you weren't, you know the story. You kind of know the basic uh, outline. Did you expect this was gonna be a slapstick comedy of, uh, and and uh, and like that? No, this yeah. is gonna be a gross and disgusting portrayal of one of the sickest little bastards that's ever been. Um, do, is, do you ever, like, wonder to yourself, like, did I, like, cross paths with this guy at some point? Like, you know, you could have been in, like, the same coffee shop. Uh, he could have been in the same bar you were some night. Uh, like, no, there well, could we, have been a lot of different places you were in the same place with this guy. They they showed the bar that he used to go to. Yeah. Uh, that was not a place I went to mm-hmm. uh, ever. Uh, but, you know, the bars that I would go to were not that far away from where he was hanging out. Uh, there's a great steakhouse not too far from where, yeah. where he lives, a really good one. But when they caught him and they showed those early uh, uh, mug shots mm-hmm. of Jeffrey Dahmer, we're, you know, we were working downtown you know, and there was a bus route you know, right at the bottom of the building. And we, it was like a high rise building and there was a, you know, a bus stop. You know, it, when you're in a, in a fairly big city. You see a lot of people, and sometimes you see someone show up on the news in a mugshot and say, wow, that dude looks really familiar. With Dahmer, I'm like, I have seen that guy. Yeah. And I don't, I can't say where, I can't say it's been at the bus stop or somewhere downtown, but that was a guy where you're like, man, he looks Yeah, that, that's familiar. what I'm saying. I mean, like, you don't know how many times you've interacted with this killer. No, uh, this uh, you you could have been standing next to him at a bus stop, and you wouldn't even know the difference, you know. Uh, including the the time when he, I think he took one of them barrels on the bus with him, because I mean, how else were you? I mean, that's not exactly the kind of thing you put in the overhead bin, yeah, you know, above you on the on the bus. And that was way before the days of the barrel racks on the front of the bus. Exactly, you could take your barrels with you, right? Exactly. <laughs> Didn't you see that on the PVTA bus? They got a big barrel rack yeah, on the front. Yeah. Hey, Let car- me remove these bicycles. I got barrels yeah. to bring home. Yeah, carry your victim's body parts home in this thing for you. Yeah, it's just you know when it when it happened, uh, it was uh, it was just you know, unfathomable. And then to watch it again, I mean, I want to I want to watch the rest of it. I, I we probably got through the first three episodes, but I want to I want to complete it because you know, I mean it, it's. It was such a bizarre story when it came out, and to Jeff Dahmer's credit, I don't think anyone's topped it. I don't, you know, it's like if you're going to go out in a blaze of glory, go out where they never forget your name. That guy was it. No one's ever going to forget Jeffrey Dahmer. No one's ever going ever going to forget what he did. Yeah. There's a scene, and again, I don't want to ruin it for you, but uh, he killed and ate people, quite a lot of them. There's a scene when the cops are in the apartment. And uh, and I remember I remember this because when it happened in my own sick sense of humor, I already had jokes mm-hmm. in my head. Right. And uh, Jenny and I are watching it. And the cop opens up the refrigerator and I said, and I, I think I paused and I said, Liz, watch this. Beer 
mustard and a human head. And sure, shooting sheet, they open up the door and boom, there's the Bear human head. mustard and a human head. And you know, it didn't look fresh. That was the that was the best part. Uh, the, the worst part, really. I mean, you probably should have put saran wrap or you know, a Gladware container or something. On his way to the refrigerator, did he sing, my baloney had a first name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I uh, I remember this this happened when I was probably like a teenager. I think I was probably fourteen or fifteen when this happened, and that was like everybody was making uh, cannibal jokes. Of course, you know, did he eat a clown? This tastes kind of funny. Yeah, you know that kind of thing. And uh, <laughs> it's uh, I don't know if I really want to watch it or not because like it's one of those things that. I know how grim it is. Like you were just saying, like how do you not know what you're getting into when you watch this? Thing? Yeah, and, and and even if you didn't know who Jeffrey Dahmer was, at least do a Google search and find out, you know, what he did before you start watching a documentary that's going to make you say, "I can't believe that what he did." But uh, but yeah, it's I, I'm not sure if I if I can bring myself it's, to it's. I have to say it's very well done. Yeah. Uh, in in the sense as the uh, the kid playing Dahmer. Right on, right on the nose right. of this guy. He's wicked creepy. The interactions between Dahmer and some of his victims that you do see is uh, is absolutely frightening and nauseating at the same time. But you know, this is one of those shows that if you are not prepared to watch it, I mean, and, and by prepared, I mean if you don't know what he did, yeah. You better not watch. If you don't, at least a little bit of what you're getting into, it's pretty good. But you got to be. This is not something that you uh, you open up the uh, the TV trays and try to try to you know eat pasta with. I mean, it just, it, you don't you don't want to eat like a like a rare steak while you're watching this. This is the kind of thing you watch long after dinner is over. Long like no snacks, maybe nothing to drink, just. Put yourself in the right mind frame to watch this thing, and then you might be able to get through the first half episode. You hear what they found in his freezer? No, what they find in his freezer? Ben and Jerry. <laughs> oh, literally, there's two guys named Ben and Jerry. No, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I get it. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> 622 with Bax and Nagel at Rock 102. Are you ready to... Re- Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 628. And Peter Gabriel with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, sunny and nice today. High of 72. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 71. It is 58 right now in downtown Springfield. Let me just uh, check the calendar here one uh, quick second. Okay, yes. All right. So you have the uh, the Mayflower Marathon, as you know, coming up on November 21st through the 23rd mm-hmm. at MGM Springfield. We already told you about that and the whole process of us moving from one place to another. But uh, you have a chance to help us early with the uh, Dave Miner Mayflower Marathon match now through October 7th which is a week from Wednesday uh, you can help uh, Dave Miner match donations monetary donations to the Mayflower Marathon online up to $5,000 all you got to do is visit rock102.com click on the banner to donate and Dave Miner will match up to five grand it's the Dave Miner Mayflower Marathon match from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. That's pretty awesome. You know, I'm driving down 91 this morning. Yes. And I look over at that uh, the big flashy sign they got outside of the Basketball Hall of Fame. Yes. You know what it says on it? What? Uh, have your next event here. Space available. 
Yeah, but what, but what about the parking? I don't know there's how no they're going to handle that. There's no parking over there. Well, what they do is you can park at Mohegan Sun and they'll bus you all the way back up here to Springfield to have the event and then you can go back. <laughs> it's all sponsored by Nike. Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. It's going to be. I don't know how they're going to fit any cars over there. It's just there's, there's no room. Well, that's what I said, the busing system. Uh, Scott Cohen will be joining us. Uh, next hour, we have news next on Rock 102. Usually after a rainstorm. It's 6.32 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Serview Locksmith. They got a key for that, St. James Avenue in Springfield or servulocksmith.com. It is my pleasure uh, to welcome local radio icon Steve Nagel with the news. Whoa! Thank you, Bax. You're very the, uh, welcome, Steve. R- Red Cross is assisting two people who were forced out of their Springfield mobile home by a fire earlier this morning. Firefighters were called to 16 Rest Way at around 2.30 this morning. There's no rest over that way. Not that way. According to the Springfield Fire Captain Drew Piemonte, there were no injuries reported in the fire, but two residents will not be able to return home. The arson and bomb squad is looking into the cause of that fire. Two men from New York were arrested by Longmeadow Police after breaking and entering a home on Converse Street on Saturday night. According to Longmeadow Police, officers responded to that home just before 8 p.m. after receiving reports of two masked men breaking into a home. One of the officers arrived on the scene. Once the officers arrived on the scene, one suspect was taken into custody while uh, while attempting to flee. The second suspect fled on foot and was apprehended during a search of the area. Sergio Rodriguez Lopez of College Point, New York, and Jonathan Caballos of Queens, New York, were arrested and charged with breaking and entering into a building, larceny, and malicious damage. Bail set at $50,000. Why can't you break into houses closer to home? That seems like a little far out of a way to go, uh, you know, Scarsdale. Yeah. uh, You know, if you want to go somewhere bougie on Staten Island. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Even... Yeah, even there are some apartments like in the uh, in Midtown that might be worth uh, you know busting into. But having to knock over a house and then drive another two and a half hours, give or take traffic. Yeah, you don't know. Well, unless you get on the train in New Haven, uh, yeah. then you you know you don't avoid all that traffic. But you're taking a longer trip still anyway. But in all uh, in all sensitivity, you know, if you are one of these houses on uh, on Converse that were uh, broken into, I mean, it's a scary, frightening experience to feel uh, you know that sort of uh, violation in your life to have someone break into your home. But if these two idiots had only gone to one of those side streets off of Converse, jumped over those gold-gated commu- uh, you know, homes and gotten past those $10,000 Rakitas yeah. and uh, the security system and the butler and the uh, the the housemaids, they could have gone off with a lot of better stuff. It's like a, it's like a video game. Now you're, yes. You're, you're trying to get through all these obstacles. It's to like get Pitfall. To right. Pitfall. Rich Pitfall. Rich Pitfall. Longmeadow pitfall. Uh, here's try not to laugh because I'm going into a serious story, but uh, here's an update. Get it out of your system now. On a story from last week, a horrifying two-car crash claimed the lives of two 25-year-olds from East Longmeadow. Connecticut State Police uh, Sergeant Christine Jotema uh, said the details surround. Told Western Mass News the details surrounding the accident. She said uh, on I-91 northbound, Troop H received numerous 911 calls of a vehicle that was traveling southbound in the northbound lane. That was around 12:30 in the morning, and shortly thereafter, Troop H was notified that the vehicle was involved in a head-on collision into a tractor trailer. The victims were identified as 25-year-olds Dominique Loisel of Brighton and James Bowen of East Longmeadow. 
Both of them were in the same vehicle that was driving south on I-91 in the northbound side in the wrong direction when they hit a tractor trailer heading north. Uh, Western Mass News obtained dash cam video taken a short time before the crash that showed the car driving in the wrong direction. That was one of the I was watching that video, and it's typically when somebody's going the wrong way, they tend to be in the fast lane. That's why they always tell you to to to, yeah. to try to drive in the middle or at least on the right hand side. Yeah. But this car was coming directly up the almost the center of the highway. Uh, that, that's got to be scary for whoever whoever was driving that car because the car went right by this dash cam. Yeah, it did. They didn't show the impact or anything. It was just a. It's a it's a horrible horrible story. And you know, from what I understand uh, of the uh, of the young man from uh, from East Lama, it was a good kid. And uh, so our condolences to his family yeah, it's Terrible. a horrible situation we don't know the details of why or what happened but uh yeah very very tragic tragic story uh residents at springfield gardens still say they are uh, looking for relief still from what they call unsafe living conditions this time they are taking their protest to the attorney's office that represents their landlord yeah yeah that's he, the way to do it that's right about a dozen Springfield Garden residents protested Friday afternoon. Western Mass News uh, was following their issues closely for the past several months. Tenants said nothing has changed with leaks in their bathrooms, unsecured doors, and more. Tenants said they are still dealing with the same issues that they were in July with no relief in sight. On Friday morning, they were back in court for the eighth time. Eight, eight times? times? Yeah. And nothing has been done? No. Not, not a thing has been done. Well, you know, you, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I wonder what you know real enforcement the courts have in these situations in housing court, right. because how do you force a dirtbag landlord to do what he is supposed to be doing if he just refuses to do it? You know, what are they going to do? Are they going to haul this guy in and arrest him for well, for, I mean, for not fixing? The, maybe he doesn't have the maybe he doesn't have the uh, the money to fix all these problems. You but, know, I tend to think that's not the case. Because a lot of these places, these slumlordy type of places. Oh, yeah. No, listen. You know, they have the money. They just don't want to give it away to fix the things that are in their building. Did I ever tell you uh, I was in, involved in a housing court thing many years ago with a landlord, a dirtbag uh, landlord? No, please tell me. He was a slumlord. Yeah. And he had like a bunch of student housing that he owned. And the guy was <laughs> the guy was a, was a, was a nightmare. Anyway, uh we lived in a in a in a house that that uh, had three floors. Twelve people lived in this house. Mm-hmm. Okay, we had the top two floors. Uh, another group had uh, the bottom floor, and uh, we had two bathrooms, and both were inoperable for a period of five days. What? I don't want to. I'm telling you, we called every day. He had a superintendent who was not sober enough to do the. To do the work. You didn't have a Schneider looking at clean Mrs. Romano's I'll tell pipes. you, I would have loved to have had Dwayne Schneider yeah. looking at, looking at our pipes. all those little antics all day long as long as he fixed the things. Absolutely. Anyway, uh, we uh, decide we are not going to renew our lease. And this guy decides to sue us for the damages of the apartment. So we took loads of pictures and took the guy to housing court or he took us to housing court and we had a lawyer uh a a brother of one of our roommates in his in his very first legal case this is the other thing he had never actually tried a case we went in front of a uh a a magistrate is it joe pesci 
No. Did he bring his hot uh, Marissa Tomei girlfriend with him? These Utes are just trying to live right. in a dump. That's it. Anyway, uh, we go to the we go to the court, and we have pictures of all the damage. These weren't damages caused by us. These were damages from previous tenants. Damages that were never fixed. We took pictures of the toilets. We took pictures of everything. Right. Disgusting. We get to we get to the court, the the judges, the magistrates' chambers, and the first thing out of this landlord's mouth is, "You'll have to excuse me, Your Honor. I just had brain surgery. Guy didn't bring any receipts. He didn't bring any pictures. He didn't bring any proof that we caused damage at all. Yeah. The guy just thought that he could take, you know, pull one over on these uh, on right. these five uh, these five college kids, and uh, and we won. We want we want up getting double." Our security oh, deposit. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, we got loaded yeah, that day. See, that's a... Oh, yeah, I bet you did. We got drunk. Especially for those nickel beers you used to tell You're me damn right about that. Yeah. That's exactly where we went. We that's wanted a, to make that money last. Man. Yeah. I got a fistful of Lincolns, and we're all set. Let me tell you something. So when it comes to, like, housing court and... And, uh, and and dirtbag landlords, I get it. I understand how people get angry at this kind of thing. But there's sometimes, you know, the landlord's got some rights too. But you got to fix your stuff that the court's telling you. You should never have to be taken to court eight times to fix something. Well, let's hope, hopefully uh, th- this guy will come to his senses and uh, start fixing things around. Or just sell it. Yeah. Let somebody else have a chance at it. Northampton police arrested a Florence man Saturday night after he drove onto the sidewalk during the Florence night out event while under the influence of alcohol. Hmm. Well, I would kind of consider that a successful Florence night out. (laughs) According to Northampton police. It depends on what side of the vehicle you're on. According to Northampton police, the event happened around 7.40 p.m. Officers working the event stopped the driver after he drove onto the sidewalk towards pedestrians to bypass the marked police cruiser that blocked the road. Police said they then uh, suspected the driver was under the influence of alcohol and tried to remove him from the car. However, the driver resisted and physically fought with the uh, arresting officers. So all of that, not good, right? But yeah. then they arrest him. OUI fourth offense. Ooh. Ooh. See, this sounds like a guy that just doesn't learn his lesson. But we, we t- just talked about this on Friday. The Like, get an Uber. Like, what is your problem? There, there are so many different options that you can use mm-hmm. that is so much cheaper than getting a DUI. Listen, Uber will drive all the way out to my house from like Springfield. Sure. So you can, as long, I mean, as long as you're willing to pay the money, but still, it's a lot cheaper than spending ten ten thousand dollars trying to get yourself out of an OUI or killing somebody for that matter. Here's a here's a bit of advice for all of you, uh, you belligerent, derelict drunks out there who want to get behind the wheel of a car. Um, if you're going to get behind a wheel of a car, uh, and I strongly suggest you don't, Uber is a smart idea. Um, and you know that there's a cop event like the Northampton Night Out. Don't drive past a cop event if you're drunk. That's going to be a mistake. That's not going to end well for you. Either way, uh, take an Uber or a Lyft. It's the smartest thing you can do, and you'll possibly save lives doing it. Yeah, people are uh, are just pretty dumb, I guess. Yes, they are. I think that's what happens. Uh, hey, you know what? What? Your Pioneer Valley forecast today. Or do you want me to keep going? No, it's, it's up to you. It's fine. Well, I, I don't know. We, we, got, we got far less. We got nothing to get uh, to. <laughs> oh, that's right. There's nothing really nothing really ahead. Yeah, no, you could do like one more story. If you All want. right. Yeah. Uh, a 52-year-old man in New York named uh, Harold Tyler 
ran out of gas in front of the Sullivan County Sheriff's Office last Monday. The police asked if he was okay, and he said he was waiting on a friend to bring him some gas. The cops must have been suspicious because they ran his info and found that he had a revoked license in a pickup truck, was unregistered with switched plates. Switched the plates on the truck. No kidding. Yeah. The uh, police were also alerted that Harold was wanted for stealing around $2,000 worth of metal from the Department of Transportation yard nearby. Harold was charged with felony grand larceny, and he was denied bail because he has five previous felony convictions. What's up with this? (laughs) All these uh, landlord uh, violations, uh, how many? uh, Eight times, right? Uh, Four times for that DUI guy and five times for uh, for stealing things, and then you run out of gas in front of the police station. (laughs) This is people that just don't learn their lesson or people who plan very badly. You know what? I'm going to start a class. Uh, mostly for drug runners and uh, career criminals. Yeah. And a basic 101 about how to dress your car or make sure that you are fully prepared for this illegal activity that you're about to do. Yeah, it should be called Common Sense 101. Safety class. Make sure your your car inspection is up to date. Mm -hmm. All of your your lights are working, your headlights, your marker lights, your brake lights, all of that stuff. Make Make sure sure that the uh, the window tinting isn't too dark. Yes, make sure your license plate isn't written in Sharpie on the back of the vehicle. And make sure you're sober while you're driving, you know, thousands of pounds of drugs yeah. across the Canadian border into Vermont. Yeah. You know, uh, these these criminals just don't think. <laughs> they just have no common sense. Well, I mean, it's you watch all those movies like the like the heist movies and all that stuff with the, you know, mob and they have that whole thing planned out from like, you know, the you don't, you don't think uh, when when and Goodfellas when they did that Lufthansa, Lufthansa what are you calling it? Lufthansa. Lufthansa yeah. heist. You think uh, somebody said, hey, uh, maybe you should get some gas. No, I didn't put any gas in the car. You know what I mean? Somebody always screws up, but it, but, but they'll find out about that much later. Right. The easy one is to, oh, I ran out of gas in front of the police station. I mean, it doesn't even seem plausible. That's why the, the mob was so good at these kinds of things. They knew how to deal with contingencies. They they were a, a organ a, a it's almost like a corporate organization where yeah. they had everything covered. You know, they don't make criminals like they used to anymore. That's the truth. And your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be nice and sunny with a high of 72. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 71. It's 58 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Springfield's Classic Rock at 652. And Tom Petty with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Sunny in the high of 72 today. Tomorrow, sunny in the high of 71. It's 58 right now in downtown Springfield. Scott Cohen will be joining us uh, a little bit later on uh, today. And also, later this week, uh, we'll have Marty Caproni on the uh, the show. Yeah. And a very good possibility of the original bass player from Judas Priest, Ian Hill, will be joining us. Ian Hill. Ian Hill. They're going it- at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They're uh, they're coming through the area. We'll tell you all about that and uh, and more. Is it Ian or Ian? It's Ian. All right, I was Ian. always confused about that. Um, this smoker that I got, yeah, like couple, like a month and a half ago. This is the, uh, the 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 wood pellet smoker. Wood pellet smoker, not the Traeger. No, no, no. I I again, I could not justify spending two grand on a grill that I'm not going to use that much. I don't know how you can't justify it. 
Uh, I'm buy, not going to use it that much. And the thing, buy them right now for good at, at a good price at, at Rocky's, Rocky's Ace Hardware. Okay, well, I didn't go to Rocky's Ace Hardware. I went to Tractor Supply. Nothing against Rocky's. It was just happened to be that I uh, was in there and uh, this thing was on a discount, so I bought it okay. for less than two hundred, less than three hundred dollars. All right, if you want to, if you want to be cooking steaks on some on uh, some place that uh, focuses on tractor supplies, you go right ahead. Okay, this is a uh, this is like the beginner. You know, when uh, you want to ride a motorcycle. You know, you don't just bug go buy the most expensive Harley in the world. No, you buy, uh, you you buy a tricycle. You buy a little Honda, and you you learn on it, right? right. Well, it's the same thing. I'm learning on this uh, on this pellet grill. So yesterday, uh, I you know, uh, my kids have a friend over, and I said, you know what, I'm going to make a nice uh, nice Sunday afternoon meal. You know, a nice uh, Sunday dinner, if sure. you will. So I got some chicken leg quarters. I found okay. this recipe online for the for the smoker thing. Chicken leg quarters, and I used uh, Kinder's Buttery Steakhouse. That's good stuff. Yeah, it's really good Real stuff. Real good and stuff. And I doused the, the the chicken with that, and then with some olive oil. Yeah. And then you put it on super smoke, like the super smoke setting. Mm-hmm. It's like 180 degrees for an hour. And then you don't have to do anything else other than turn the temperature up to 350 for another hour. This was some of the best damn chicken I've ever had in my life. Really? It was so good. And I'm like, now I like once you once you're successful with something, mm-hmm. you want to just keep doing something over and over again. So now I'm like, oh, what other what other kind of things can I put on this thing? Because in my head, when somebody says I'm smoking something, I'm thinking 20 hours worth of worth of cooking. Not necessarily. No, but no. some of the videos I've seen from those like Texas, uh, you know, Texas smoker guys and all that stuff. They're like, "Yeah, you want to put this in for twelve hours?" And I'm like, "Oh, twelve hours? It's done." He goes, "And then you want to put it in for another 16. But since I'm not working for a living, I can do that without right, any right. problem. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, "Who's got the time to do all that?" <laughs> um, yeah, I get. I mean, I, it is an art. I, I would say it, it is an art form, and I'm uh, I'm kind of like. The head of the class of the paint and sip class that we just went to, <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, like we went out to you know we, we go out to a paint and sip class or a smoke and sip if you will yeah and, and it's just, just the basic recipes I'm not doing anything crazy but it's uh, it's highly recommended that, well, you, that you, you know, get one of these things. the thing about smoking meat and I and I haven't smoked the I haven't smoked the micro in a long long I, time you've smoked plenty of tube steak over the last ten years sure so. right yeah. but not on the, but not on the grill right anyway uh, my point is this once you get the very basics down yeah there's nothing you can't do. Well, I'm Every, like everything from like from steaks to jerky to yeah. fish to everything. So then I found a recipe which I I'm really looking forward to make, but I want I want people to come over to yeah. do this because it, it, it's seemingly it, it's not something you would do just for yourself or for other, one other person or two other people. It's their onion bombs. Have you seen these? I have. Where you cut the onion open, you yep. take the onion out, and then you stuff it with like ground beef and sausage and onions, like the mm-hmm. minced onion, and then you wrap it in bacon, and I've you seen smoke them. it on the grill for like two hours. I, I I'm looking forward to making those. Those sound awesome. You know, I used to smoke. I think I had you over once for uh for my the pulled pork I used to make. You remember that day? Remember, I do remember, remember that. Remember we day. used to go over each other's homes. And uh, it was a long time eat. ago, Man. Steve. Before we were friendly. Let's uh, let's not do that again. 
All right. If you don't want my if you don't want my pulled pork, that's fine. But that I, was I that pulled, was a long time ago since I've made that. I've been it, pulling your pork since two thousand five. But I got to tell you, when that thing came off, uh, you, you came off and and you, mm-hmm. I opened it up. Oh yeah. my lord, that was unbelievable. So good. It's it, like like butter. It literally just you, you. It's like you're drinking the pork. Yeah. Oh, I gotta love that stuff. Uh, a brisket is one I want to try next. Yeah. But I'm a little afraid because it's kind of expensive cut. Of, you know, it's an expensive piece of meat. Because you're, you're buying a big bulk of it. Can you do just a small yeah, one? Sure you can. Yeah? Yeah. You, you just ask a butcher to cut it, and you don't have to take you know the full you know gigantic piece to say, I just want this and, and experiment. I just want a little piece of brisket. That's all you need to do. All right. All right. We're going to try it. It's uh, 6.57. Uh, Scott Cohen coming up next with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. And now... Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Benjamin Moore Paint, Cabot Stains, plus rock-solid painting advice and expertise. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, if I took a large croquet mallet and beat you upside the head with it, there's a very good chance that you might experience some slight concussion symptoms. Not because I carry a big swing, but because the human head is designed to provide only a limited amount of protection for a wet blob of tissue known as the human brain. If I smack you upside the head, then it would be typically recommended that you sit things out and forfeit our blistering round of uh, croquet. But if you're an NFL quarterback, say like uh, Tua Tagalaboa, then at uh, the Miami Dolphins, then you can just ignore all those concussion protocols because you have a football game to win. Yesterday, the NFL Players Association called for a review of the Miami Dolphins' decision to let their quarterback back into the game against Buffalo despite being pushed by Bills linebacker Matt Milano and smacked his head on the ground late in the first half. Tua was then taken out of the game, and then it was announced he had suffered a head injury and would be evaluated for a concussion. Now, typically, a player would be taken out of the game and required to undergo a rigorous six-step process. The player would then have to complete a series of recommendations, including limited activity, a period of recovery, limited practice time, and yet the Dolphins put the guy back into the game in the second half where the Dolphins beat Buffalo 21-19. Dude, your head practically made a divot when it was smacked to the ground, and yet somehow you were brought back into the game in the second half? How does something like that happen? According to Tua, he passed concussion protocols, and head coach Mike McDaniel claimed the same thing. And yet, like a bunch of truth-seeking dopes, we're expected to believe that information? No! The Players' Union is right. There should be an investigation, because the last person you should believe in a situation like this is the guy whose head was drilled into the ground, nor should you believe his undefeated head coach. But hey, and if I'm yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You can paint your own house, but I guarantee you're going to have a lot of questions along the way. And that's why you want to go to Rocky's. At every Rocky store, there's at least one trained paint expert to guide you through your project. Paint people at every single Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 712 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be a nice day today. Sunny and a high of 72. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 71. It's 58 right now in downtown Springfield. What a delight to welcome our first guest this morning. Oh. The effervescent and always pleasant 
Scott Cohen. Wow, I'm your first guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Could have, uh, could have done better. But, yeah, uh, you always can do better, Steve. Lack of if, interest. If, if there's you any, will. If there's anybody that that uh, is apropos to, well, it's certainly you. Well, what we try to do is you know work our way into better guests. <laughs> yes, and you're a practice. You you're e- a stepping stone. You got to ease into it. That's it. <laughs> How oh, you doing? Well, well and and, uh, and and Tony Signoli will be showing up after eight o'clock. <laughs> Very good, 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 good. Yeah, good show. Good show. Good show. Good show. Uh, good to see you. Yeah, good to see you guys too. Absolutely. I, 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 I'm, I like this. Yeah, you yeah. like it. Good. It's like old home week. It is kind of like old home week. Yep. Uh, thanks for coming last week to the uh, the Hall of Fame ceremony. That I, was very cool. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, I was just going to ask you if, before we went on if we uh, should talk about the Hall of Fame thing, and because I wanted to congratulate you again. Well, thank um, you. Yeah, Bex. That uh, I, I thought. First of all, I thought the, I thought both of you. Yep. Uh, handled uh, the the situation uh, with uh, class and grace. Uh, you two were absolutely the uh, the most entertaining. Gave the most entertaining speech. Well, thank you. Um, you know, you you were cert- <laughs> the most uh, the most uh, accurate to time. Yeah. We were only given oh five my five God. minutes to yeah. speak. Oh. Yeah, we talked about that last week. What uh, uh these just people <laughs> just go on, on and, and on and on and on. And you know what? And we're we're in we're I mean we're broadcasters. Yeah, we we there are clocks, kind of in our head. But it's like uh, this <laughs> that one guy was going on for like almost seventeen minutes, and they're he, bringing the clock to the to the table to say, yeah. "Okay, old man, let's wrap it up." Well, and the thing is, it's like so. There was one guy who I mean he he was it would it was dog track time yeah. for that guy. You know, a <laughs> well, couple of years did, ago. Did you see the foam coming out of his mouth yeah, had, by the end? Yeah, he was, had that like old it, man yeah. talking foam. I was so had, glad yeah. they didn't give us that yeah. microphone yeah. when he was done. He had the drool, drool cup hanging under his yeah. chin. Oh, but you yeah. see, but but him that guy. I mean, he gets he kind of gets a pass because because he's old and feeble there was other people who were you know at the at the top of their game and they just went on and on yeah they they, they so. <laughs> that uh, that one lady with oh the, yeah uh, the, the, the black hair the one who just would talk about the wonderfulness of radio oh my god and how it has oh, affected Jesus. everybody she was insufferable uh, yeah and, you know it happens big hey big you Big fat phony. Absolutely, she's uh, a she's a big fat phony. They were all big fat phony. Scott, I don't know if you've ever been in a room with a bunch of professional broadcasters before, yeah. but uh, <laughs> professional broadcasters, no. <laughs> yeah, professional broadcasters. Yeah, no. But uh, as you know, sometimes they are a little bit self congratulatory. They are. I tried to not be that. You guy. weren't. I wanted backseat. to be. Uh, I wanted to be grateful for the moment and grateful for the honor. And then let the next guy go. And you were funny. Yeah. Oh, I was hilarious. You were hilarious. I was was top notch. My A game was right there. I just, you know, I mean, the person that I really had feelings for was your poor mother. She's just, she is a delightful woman. And I I don't, I mean, I know you got in the Hall of Fame and I know you're kind of a big (laughs) deal around here. But I mean, does she really sit there and look? Uh, and when you're on, uh, you were up top there. Is she really sitting there and going, "I'm so proud of my son." I think the jury's out, dude. Listen, I, I'm not so sure she really. I have gone through a lifetime of surprising the living bejesus out of my parents. She's such a nice woman. Sure, absolutely. But yeah, I think uh, I think uh, my parents have been proven uh, time and time again 
to to realize that things have happened to me that they just did not expect. No, I think think their expectations were a lot lower. Yeah, well, and, and with good re- with real good reason, buddy. You're a Hall of Famer. Well, no one can you. take that away from you. Let's uh, let's uh, get into sports here for a little bit. This, oh. uh, uh, <laughs> first <laughs> of all, what? Well, I know, I know. Enough about me. All let's right. talk about the reason you're here. That'll be fine. Uh, Mac Jones is going to have an MRI today to find out what's going on with that leg. Yeah, uh, the dude looked. Like he was in a hell of a lot of pain. Yeah, yesterday. he got he got. You know, I don't think sometimes we appreciate how big those guys are, and the human body is only meant to take so much. You know, uh, strain. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's so high. He's got a high ankle sprain. Uh, MR. You know, nothing was broken. He'll have an MRI today. He's probably going to be headed to the injured reserve list, which means he's not going to be on the shelf for at least four games. Which means Brian Hoyer better show up to work early. Brian Hoyer is just going to ha- – he'll be the caretaker. Think, think about this. The guy that landed on him is six foot eight, 307 pounds but that's a f- of muscle. Of, yeah, you don't, just you, muscle. You don't appreciate – when you watch it on – it's like when you go to an NBA game and you're down on the floor – when you see them on TV, you know they're big, but you don't really realize how big they are. These guys are monsters. Mm. Yeah. And and the full weight of this guy <laughs> fell onto Mac Jones' leg. I mean, I'm surprised the leg was still on his right, body right. with a guy that big falling Mac, on top of you. Mac Jones' bones are no stronger than mine or yours. No. And, yeah, you get a three six eight three hundred 300-pound guy falling on you. <laughs> Just imagine the size, the size of that six foot eight. Yeah. So check, please. Yeah. Unbelievable. Did you and see it? His face? It, huh? His face, the pain that oh he was going God. through. Yeah. yeah. That one shot of him, like, uh, like yep. I don't want to be that guy right yeah, now. Yeah. High ankle sprains are uh, that. It takes a long yeah. time to to recover from that. I mean, I, I know they were down by by a lot, but there were some flashes of that game where where Jones looked really good. They look, and and it, it's you know obviously a guy like. Like uh, Lamar Jackson is just you know a one man wrecking, wrecking crew. I mean yep. he's just unbelievable, and right. to try to stop a guy like that, ain't a team in the NFL's been able to figure that out yet. I think that I think the Patriots scored something like twenty four points in in their their first uh, few games. It's like that was the lowest in the league, and they, you know, they actually played pretty well yesterday. They were in they were in the game uh, in the fourth quarter. You know, Jones kind of you know stepped on his wiener a couple of times with the with the interceptions, and you know, oh, my, you, you my wiener! See, I told you that yeah. guy was big. <laughs> you, can't, you can't, you know, you can't, you just can't do that and win in the NFL. But it, it was uh, Mac Jones played okay yesterday, except for you know a couple bonehead plays. But it, the the bottom line in the game was really stopping Lamar Jackson. He it, that that's what the whole game was about, and they just they yeah. didn't do that. I mean, he we, was involved in five touchdowns, running or passing. Yeah, I so. mean when you, when you got when your quarterback is your top rusher. Yep. Uh, you know that's that says everything, and the guy's just you know just racks up yards all over the place. Yep. This uh, defense you know went to sleep in the fourth quarter. Special teams wasn't you know uh, really all that outstanding. They made some mistakes, but it's like look, it's every game, and and you know Mac Jones is probably not going to be on the field for a month. But every game can't be a referendum on Mac Jones. He he played okay yesterday, albeit a few mistakes. So. It was, you know, I thought they looked all right. It was, they played it was a, and they played a very good team. It was one of his better games. It was. You know, had he been playing a lesser team, they probably would have uh, won this thing. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Got to talk about the Celtics and this uh, Yudoka uh, situation. Um, 
obviously everybody within the team is kind of united that this is the right thing to do. Absolutely the right thing yeah. to have happened. There are very, very few details of this of this relationship. Some have been out there and have been uh, disputed already and say that's that's not what happened. Uh, there's some uh, there's some stories this morning saying that this this staff woman actually helped uh, you, you know <laughs> Ime Yudoka's uh, fiance move to Boston. Yeah, tra- she handled travel arrangements. Apparently, whoever she is, whoever she, whoever she is, it just sounds like either Ime Yudoka is a dog, or this is just a, or this situation is only going to get worse. It sounds like it's only going to get worse. Yeah, he uh, he obviously did. Um, he did something that forced their hand and backed them into a corner. Because I mean, this is this is an unprecedented uh, uh, action on on a team. Yeah, and I you know I, I had heard um, a lot of people were really pissed that um, when they said a female Celtic staffer. All of a sudden, everybody started to speculate like who it was, and these you know these poor women who had nothing to do with the situation. Their name is you know dragged into this on social media, on Twitter, in the news. But what he this just wasn't um, from what I understand, it just wasn't a he just didn't have a, a physical relationship with this person. No, it went it it kind of rolled into harassment and just you know some some other nefarious well, my, angles to it my so. question my question about this is you know based on what he is accused of doing and again we don't have all the details but based upon what you have seen out of the celtics out of brad stevens out of uh Grosbeck and 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 everything else that reaction to me suggests He's not going to come back. He may not come back, back because even even after twelve how, months, mean, how do you how, come, do you how do you come back? How do you tell your staff you're bringing that guy back? Right. How, right. I mean, if he really created a, a an envi- a hostile work environment because of an inappropriate relationship he had with a staff right. member, how do you bring him back? You don't. Bring, you can't bring him back. And and you know even. It's like he'll he'll he's he's always going to be oh yeah uh, Emmy Udoka the guy who you know uh, did whatever if we ever find out what it is uh, you know with that female staffer and and you know brought shame on the on the organization you can't you can't bring him back you know, he, the, this yeah. he's the the crime's been committed the stain is there and this is a guy that brought that team to the NBA finals he, in his first year of coaching he how was stupid a, can you how be? stupid can you be he's a great great coach but. Um, it, Idiot. But he's an idiot. <laughs> he's, an idiot. he's an idiot. He's an idiot. Uh, what else are we going to Aaron Judge? Aaron Judge. Yes. That guy stinks. He oh, does. yes, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> he's only got 60 home runs. I mean, uh, how, how could you get He had there? an opportunity yesterday in six innings to get one more, and he just couldn't <laughs> he do it. just couldn't do it. <laughs> Against a team that would have been happy to throw meatballs at him all day long. Buddy, he is, um, and this is nothing we haven't said before, he's obviously a, a generational uh, baseball player, um, he's he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, he's doing things that that just haven't been done in decades. Uh, he's got seven more games to go. Um, he's he's gonna get the home run, and it's just really a shame that he couldn't get it done at Yankee Stadium. But I'm all for Aaron Judge. I am I'm completely on the Aaron Judge bandwagon. It's uh, I I think you're right, and you know the fact that this guy you know, has been you know, all season long, just jacking one home run after, after another. another. And you not only, 
not only a home run hitter, his I mean, he's going to win the R- he, he's gonna, RBIs are, are he's going to win the triple crown. He's, yeah, he's win the triple yeah. crown. I mean, you know, a lot of home run hitters have a tendency to strike out more than they hit home runs. Yep. This guy's you know batting what is it? Uh, it's three fourteen. Yep. Great solid hitter. After all, you know, after a long season, still hitting three fourteen, not dipping down to like two eighty or whatever you yeah. might ex- expect from another you uh, know power, power hitter. hitter. This guy is like at the at the top of his game, and we haven't seen somebody like this in a long, long do you time. Do you have um? Do you have the uh um, uh? I didn't see how uh, Bogarts did on Saturday and Sunday. Does does uh Judge still have the have the um batting average lead? Uh, I'm looking at it right now. They are neck and neck. Okay, at uh, at three fourteen. Yep. Yeah. So, so it's that that's going to go right down to the wire too. He uh Aaron Judge once nodded at me at Yankee Stadium. He alluded to you. Well, I, I we uh, I had tickets. We were sitting in the uh, right in front of the judges' quarters there at Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. You know the the old jury box that he's mm-hmm. got set up. Yep. And he's like he's standing like right in fr- right in front of us. He give I'm, you the and I'm like Aaron Aaron. He alluded. Aaron! And then all of a sudden he just gives oh, you. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> were, were there any like uh, like pretty women? By you that he may have been nodding at instead. Oh yeah, there were hundreds of them. But right, I'm well, pretty this- sure that he was looking directly at me. When he nodded, <laughs> yeah, because Baxi, it's always yeah. all about Steve. He didn't, he didn't say anything. He, he didn't just have to. nodded. It's he always, didn't have to. Yeah. It's yeah. always about Steve. <laughs> of course it is. Hey, it's good to see you. We're back next week. Uh, you know what? I'll think about it. Yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever. Yeah, just let us know. I'll get back to you. Very good. <laughs> Scott Cohen at seven twenty-five with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. Seven twenty-eight with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. Going to be uh, pretty nice today. Sunny and a high of seventy-two. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of seventy-one. It's fifty-eight right now in downtown Springfield. Tomorrow on the show, uh, Steve Weissman from Scamicide.com will be joining us. Uh, fall-time scams are are back, and we'll be talking about how you can scam as many people. As you can possibly get to. You know, he never mentions lawyers being a big scam. That's like the biggest scam going, as attorneys. Lawyers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Guess he's not going to call out his own. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you know how it is. You never want to hold the mirror to your own face. Sometimes you just want to hold it in front of others and let yeah. and let them take the blame. I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Weisman. Isn't, uh, aren't attorneys one of the biggest scam artists going, uh, not me. <laughs> There are other ones out there that are, but not me. I would never defraud yeah. somebody. That's not my way. That's from my other fraternal uh, brothers and sisters. Yeah. We have uh, news coming up next on Rock 102. It's 731. Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Uh, Northampton police arrested a Florence man Saturday night after he drove onto the sidewalk during the Florence Night Out event while under the influence of alcohol. Tough night out. That's one hell of a night out. Did he, uh, was anyone injured in this? No, luckily, no one was injured. According to Northampton police, the, uh, it says the event happened around 7.40 p.m. I believe the event was all night long. This particular incident happened at 7.40 p.m. Officers right. working the event stopped the driver after he drove onto the sidewalk towards pedestrians to bypass the marked police cruiser that had blocked the road. Police said they suspected the driver was under the influence of alcohol and mm. tried to remove him from his car. However, the driver resisted and physically fought with the arresting officers. Oh, yes, all the things they tell you to do during a traffic stop. All right, so I'm glad no one was hurt. Okay, first and foremost, let yeah. me just uh, point that out. Uh, and I'm not accusing anyone of saying this is maybe a setup so you can see what real good, hearty police work looks like. I'm not even going to go down that road. Mm-hmm. But if you're a drunk guy and you're driving, don't you think you try to avoid the events 
where you have dozens of police officers uh, nearby. Don't you think that might be, I don't know, a miscalculation of judgment? This is his fourth offense. And they don't release his name. I don't know why they don't release names when they, especially a guy who's been arrested four times. I could see maybe one. But, but four but shows. Four. And, and again, this, is, this will probably be number five. Yeah. Mm. What do they do to you for, for number five? I believe uh, you. I believe when you get to the jail, this big box of confetti opens, and uh, it says, "Congratulations, you're part of the Five Timer Club." And then yeah. they all pour you shots and everything, right. and the cops are drinking with you yeah, and celebrating. Yeah. And I don't think they do that. Are you sure about I'm that? Pretty, I'm pretty sure they'll put you in jail. It's, it's not like you're the hundredth shopper uh, of this store, the millionth shopper. Yeah, you know, you'd like to think so. That there's another party waiting for you on the uh, on the uh, on the inside, but I don't believe it's quite the same type of party. A uh, coach bus caught fire on the Mass Turnpike on Saturday. The bus caught fire near mile marker 79 in Sturbridge. Thankfully, the bus driver recognized the danger quickly and got all passengers off without any injuries. Did you see the bus? No, actually, I didn't. It's completely burned out. It's like a skeleton of a bus. Where where is this on the? Uh, this is on uh, Mass Live, actually. All right. Posted 40 hours ago, so I'm sure you'll find it right at the top. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm sure you will. It, the, the thing is completely blown out. The tires are burned off. The The only thing that's left is like a part of the sign of the side of the bus. These these people are lucky they got off. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, you know what? Um, good on, the, uh, on the, uh, the bus driver for noticing there was a problem. But I mean, because he would have had to get everybody off long before this thing completely completely enveloped in flame right yeah Whew. good for him yeah he's a hero he is a hero now he's driving he's not driving the bus but he's he was driving the bus he might be driving a different bus he's just not driving that bus uh did you see anything weird in the sky over the weekend i heard there was something weird in the sky a uh, a spacex rocket yeah so barry krieger sends me this video the other night and uh, he's like and this is what i came home to and you can see this big giant like white light uh, kind of it was creepy it was really creepy to watch and i didn't know what he had what he had filmed and i said is that a ufo or a comet or you know what is that thing because it was kind of thing it's it's this spacex falcon 9 rocket the rocket which has re- uh, a reusable first stage launched from cape canaveral sending 52 starlink satellites into orbit that's how they do that. I didn't realize yeah. that's how they do it. They 52 of them? I thought they send one up at a time. Uh, no, I think that sometimes they do uh, a few of them. And if you got, listen, if you got room for 52, why not uh, Why not toss them out into space and litter, litter uh, all at once? Just rip it open. That's it. Hey, satellites for everybody. Like Rip Torn is walking through the crowd <laughs> throwing satellites confetti. out. Yeah, satellite left confetti. And right. Uh, Zach Stone said Rip, he whipped Taylor, not uh, not Rip Torn. Oh, what was I? Th- oh, Rip, yeah, Rip, Rip, Rip Torn, Torn was, was in Larry Sanders. Oh yeah, that's Rip right. Taylor Rip was a guy. Holy mackerel! Yeah, that's the guy that I was guy. thinking of. The guy with the white mustache and the white hair. Right. Yeah, that, guy. that was a, a wig actually, but yeah, it was. Oh, yes. I had no idea. People's hair doesn't don't really grow like I that. Was fooled all of these years. Zach Stone said he witnessed the rocket flying over Dennisport on Cape Cod while attending a wedding. Uh, we honestly thought it was a Coast Guard helicopter at first. Then we thought, okay, maybe it's a meteor. Then, like, hours later, we all saw over Twitter that it was that silly SpaceX launch. Wow. 
Yeah. How about that? I had a, a friend of mine do a, a DJ uh, gig over the weekend at the Cape. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me see if I can find this because it was... Uh, he said uh, that the, the, the couple, they were in... Uh, oh, now I can't remember where it was. I'll have to go back and look for it. But there was a body found on the beach. And he's like, nobody would tell us. You know, no, nobody would tell us why the couple couldn't go down to the beach and take... Imagine, hey, you pay all this money for this waterfront property for your mm-hmm. wedding, and you're not allowed to take pictures by the water? Because they found a dead body on the beach. I would think that would be more of a conversation piece during your pictures. Yeah. Now, on top of this, uh, I was supposed to be the DJ for that wedding, but uh, things got uh, uh, mangled up, and uh, I couldn't do it, so I sent this guy to, to do it, right? Yeah. They, they made cardboard cutouts of my face. For this wedding, because you couldn't go. Yeah, because I couldn't go, and I'll and I'll show you uh, what what they did. <laughs> oh my god! This was actually uh, pretty creative, I yeah. would say. Yeah, um, but you know, how does that DJ feel? Know that everybody wishes you were there instead. I don't know, but that's the little cutout that they made. Oh, it's that's, my face, and then of course that. he put headphones and a microphone in front of it to make it look like I was uh, DJing the actual wedding. Hilarious. And then, uh, you know, once he tells me about the dead body, and I'm like, why didn't you turn this into a weekend at Bernie's situation? You could put that cardboard cutout on the dead body's face, and, uh, you know, we're all, we're all around Cape Cod. We're going water skiing. <laughs> <laughs> why not, right? I don't know, man. So, so you, they, they couldn't take any pictures anywhere of the water? No, because there was this body uh, being, uh, because you get cops all over the beach. You get the, like a... They could, called, they, could, they could have like turned to a different angle or something. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't really get the full story. Maybe they did take pictures somewhere where they had the water behind them. But yeah. uh, can you imagine that? You pay all that money to 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 get your waterfront property for yeah. your wedding. I got I got news for you. I'm pretty sure the photographer doesn't cut him a deal after that. Are you sure about that? I don't know. I, I would, would think a photographer said, "Listen, I'm here." Spending eight hours, at least eight hours at this at this uh, at this uh, thing, I'm not uh, docking my fee at all. After a rainy Thursday, the Eastern States Exposition uh, got a busy start to its second weekend as Nelly took the stage Friday night, drawing fans from all over. Now they now they do this. They do this story. This Western Mass News, right? Right. But all the people they talk to don't even talk about Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> Western Mass News stopped to, to, to look at all the fun. Big crowds uh, flooded the Big E on Friday as patrons kicked off the weekend with drinks, rides, and, of course, food. It's been busy, like, all day, said a woman from Connecticut. I was going to go on rides, and now I'm just eating nachos. This place is amazing. I went to the Vermont house. I love the cheese there. Wow. First time there, huh? Yeah, and then, like, one lady at the end of the story says, uh, I'm just here to see Nellie. Yeah, they must have scoured the whole place. Ne- ne- never looking mind. for that one, that one lady. Yeah, ne- ne- never mind. Uh, nobody have, that you've talked to has mentioned that they're here for Nelly. Out of all the people that go to the Big E with these big crowds, yeah, except for one person, and uh, most of the people are talking about the nachos that they ate. So yesterday, Mass Live does the story of the five vegan-friendly food options at the Big E. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I just, I, I just, I'm not a vegan. So and I love the uh, the taste and succulence of uh, dead animal flesh. Oh, I do too. Long time, long time fan of that kind of thing. Uh, and I would not uh, I would not be critical if you were not that kind of person and want to go vegan. That's your choice. Here's my question: <clears throat> How 
how come so much vegan food is made to either look, smell, or taste similar to meat? Uh, because I think the human body naturally craves meat. Right. And right. I think that... yeah. Don't we have meat receptors inside of our body? I Are Yeah, there? I do. It's called a mouth. Uh, but that's what I mean. I mean, we have these receptors that yeah. uh, enjoy that succulent. Uh, right, but but if I were so if I were so dead set against eating meat, yeah, I probably wouldn't really care whether or not things had a meat essence to it. Now, some of these things in the mass live story are like you know the 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 fried pickle or uh, the, you know the vegan fried pickle or like yeah. popcorn. Okay, well that's. That's all delicious. That's all, uh, you know, that's all grown from the dirt. But uh, vegan burgers, vegan sausages, vegan this thing and that thing, it's all meat, uh, you know, fake meat. Seems to me it's it's just a little hypocritical. Well, you're going to want to, if you want meat, eat meat. I think uh, a lot of it stems from. Like these health factors that these, uh, these studies push about heart health and. You know, how red meat really isn't that great for you mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So it's more uh, of an alternative for those people, I think, than it is for an alternative for a, a vegan. Because a vegan uh, can know how to cook garlic and, and green beans a hundred different ways, I'm sure. sure. But, uh, you know, when you're the, oh, my doctor said I can't have any more red meat. But you can have something like red meat. Right. But have you been uh, noticing or following the, the this newest trend? against uh vegetable based foods mm-hmm. have you been paying attention to like the uh, the carnivore diet and what this thing, thing is all about no, uh, is that that's the thing where you just eat meat all the time right so like, there there are some that will do like a yeah yeah it's just basically meat salt and water mm-hmm. and it basically brings you back to uh the way our ancestors ate I told you about the like the liver king, he eats like nothing but like raw meat and testicles and stuff like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that guy, but the, and, and and he seems like kind of a nut and a steroid freak too. But there are other uh, you know, doctors who are doing this and 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 saying that the body, the human body, craves this kind of uh, this kind of diet, and it works. It's like an anti-inflammation thing. And there's another guy, this carnivore MD, who adds it's just meat and fruit. And that's it. Okay. So there's there's a couple of variations on this. And basically what they're saying is most doctors, as they talk to you about nutrition, have never really been trained on nutrition. What right. they've been trained on is to prescribe medication <laughs> rather than what the body actually needs. Plus outdated standards for food. You the know, whole, all, apparently the yeah. whole food pyramid yeah. is nothing but a, but a scam. Well, I'm sure it was designed by the people pushing along, uh, hey, uh, our Kellogg cereal should yeah. be in part of that uh, food pyramid. Yeah, according according yeah. to uh, according to this uh, this cane sugar company and Pepsi, yeah. this is what right, this right. is what nutrition should look like. You know who lost a ton of weight doing that? You remember Dave Zamoiter? The yeah. guy the guy we had on we but, had this guy on. Now this guy had been uh, I love I love Dave. Dave's an awesome guy. He was over four hundred pounds. The big the guy dude. was huge, right? And then he had this problem where he had this medical issue where he had this testicle that was, and we came on the show and because yeah. you know, we were trying to find a doctor for him to perform this surgery because he it, didn't come here with the testicle. But no, he was on he, the show. Yes, he was. Well, he couldn't. He couldn't carry it. 
That's a lot of weight. Couldn't carry the show? No, the, the testicle was oh. like, by the time we talked to him, the thing was like 12 pounds. It was like, yeah, he couldn't move. In any. Finally gets the surgery done. He's on that carnivore diet. The guy has lost like maybe, I don't know, 250 yeah, pounds. I'm telling you. And he I- looks fantastic. He looks healthy. He doesn't look like, you know, he when, when you're obese like that, you do not look healthy. Like your skin it gets all weird and everything right. like that. He looks like a million bucks now and he credits it for this carnivore diet that I gotta tell on. you you know when uh you know when i was losing weight it was meat and vegetables and uh either you know mostly meat or meat and vegetables in the same amount now it seems like there's a lot more there's a lot more conversation about the health of fatty meat and it's and and for everyone who says well what about the, the cholesterol well you know cholesterol serves a purpose in the body it's not all bad it's just you know there are good kinds of cholesterol and bad kinds of cholesterol and our our bodies require a certain amount of fat i'm telling you uh the better way for people to lose weight is have that doctor no, what's doctor no, doctor now doctor now yeah on the, right. my 600 pound life to do your mama so fat jokes <laughs> your mama is so fat how her, fat is she her belly button gets home 15 minutes before she does your mama is so fat how fat is she when she broke her arm gravy poured out your mom is so fat. How fat is she? She does not need the internet because she is already worldwide. Your mom is so fat. How fat is she? I told her to touch her toes and she said, what are those? <laughs> and that uh, is the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Dexter's Best is your so two Springfield's Classic Rock at 752 and the Scorpions with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny and a high of 73 today. Sunny and a high of 71 tomorrow. It is 58 in downtown Springfield. Man, I think you're really going to like uh, today's uh, daily podcast. It's available after 10 o'clock on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify and on rock102.com. Also, Baxi's musical podcast this week. My guest is Craig Bell. Craig Bell is the uh, former bass player for a band called Rocket from the Tombs, a very important band that splintered off and became a number of uh, great bands like the Dead Boys and Pure Ubu and several others. And then Craig came to New Haven, fashioned himself a long career with the band The Saucers. Uh, really cool conversation, a very, very nice guy. And I got some unbelievable uh, interviews coming up in the next couple of weeks. I'll tell you more about that as we get closer. Again, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and on rock102.com. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit after 8 o'clock, uh, you know, a little new format going on here at the radio station. Uh, just briefly explain uh, what's going on. Sure. Uh, and, but we will c- continue to do uh, little bits like Now Hear This, which we are going to do now. But uh, this kind of changed very quickly for us, so I don't really have like a new intro for it. So I'm just going to do it now. You ready? Okay, go ahead. Uh, now Hear This! What do you think? Is that too much? <sighs> I don't know. It's a little bit, uh, it's a little forceful. It's a little forceful. I mean, it's a lot of screaming. I don't think we need a lot of screaming on this show. How about, I mean, uh, right aloud, no. how about now hear this on Rock 102? No, that's almost too light. I mean, there's got to be like a, like a, you know, something in the middle. What would be uh, the guy uh, who is, uh, Punky Brewster's dead. Uh, oh, uh, George Gaines. How would he, how would George Gaines say it? Punky, now hear this. See, there you go. There I think you that's go. a perfect intro yeah. for Well, it. thank you. Thank you. So now it's time for Now Hear This on uh, <laughs> Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. 
Uh, an American Airlines is clip number one. Uh, an American Airlines flight over the weekend had its intercom hacked by a person who grunted and moaned the entire trip. Here's some of the noises being made, along with an apology from the flight crew. <laughs> It sounded like it sounded like Frank Drebin when he forgot to take the mic off during the press conference on Naked Gun and went in and went started to the bathroom, yeah. urinating and the flatulence and all those other things that he that you can hear. They don't know where it was from. This is the scary part yeah. of it is that somebody hacked into the system on the intercom system. And started making these noises. Yeah, and if you can't figure out who that was, because the cap, everybody, no one, none of the flight crew was in the bathroom. Right. You Year, know, years ago, like radio stations, when they were broadcasting live, they don't, I mean, it, it's different now because we use, you know, different systems and everything. There used to be some people that could jam a broadcast signal, a live broadcast signal. Mm-hmm. So you'd be on the air, and then all of a sudden you'd hear some, you know, some idiot, like on a CB going, hey, back sucks. You know, and, and you'd hear that stuff. Yeah, and uh, that's against FCC rules, of course. But this is hilarious. Well, they interviewed one of the one of the passengers. It was either someone's unfortunate food poisoning in the bathroom, or like someone with an uncomfortable approach to personal satisfaction. <laughs> Literally, it was halfway between an orgasm and vomiting. <laughs> and that's the best kind. <laughs> yes, that's always the best kind. Uh, and today happens to be National Pancake Day. No kidding. I didn't get you anything. I'm sorry. Quite all right. Uh, here's something uh, new to pour in the pan, if you will. Snoop Dogg says he's replacing the void left by Aunt Jemima with Mama Snoop. His new line of breakfast items. This okay. guy is a marketing genius. <laughs> I, I love what he comes out with. Let's hear it. Uh, he is uh, showing off the new line. Uh, and here's uh, here's what he's got to say about that. Top of the morning, as you can see, we got the broadest foods breakfast selection for you. But not only does it look good, it tastes good. Then over here, you see we got the Mama Snoop pancake mix, because you know Mom love making them pancakes. Then we got the Mama Snoop oatmeal, you understand me? And my favorite, the one, not the two, hello. Grits, baby, instant. Just say I'm water, baby. That's how we're doing it, making it real easy for you to get up in the morning, get you something to eat, start your day off right, something healthy, some generational, some family, some for me and Pete, to you and you. Faux sizzle. Yeah, that this sounds guy, delicious. I'm telling you, this guy's got a line, of, a line of marijuana out, and he has breakfast items. This is like the two things that go hand in hand together. Right. Uh, wake and bake with some of his bud, <laughs> and then you're going to get real damn ass hungry, so you're going to want to get some Snoop cakes. <laughs> Some good stuff. Uh, back on to, uh, to clip number three. We have time for one more. Uh, this guy, they found this guy uh, on uh, on TikTok. He's, he's singing karaoke, and he goes from his regular voice to suddenly doing what some say is a great impression of Shaggy singing Angel. You remember that song? Yeah. All right, yeah. here we go. Like the water, 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 water
I think that's pretty not, good. Not too bad. Yeah, actually. he's not not a bad thing. Not too Mr. bad. Mr. Bombastic. <laughs> I, used to, I saw I saw him uh, I saw him live. Where? At the what was it called? The Meadows. Oh. Well, whatever it's called now, Xfinity Theater. Oh, I thought you were like Club Meadows. No, no, no. The, the actual. <laughs> well, he might have been there he might too. Have been there too. Yeah, uh, wasn't me though. <laughs> wasn't me. Uh, yeah, I saw him uh, live. He opened for the Backstreet Boys. No kidding. And you're gonna say, what are you doing at a Backstreet? Boys I, that was gonna be my next question. What are you doing at a show like that? I'm trying to get laid. And did it work? Uh, I think for a little while it did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was dating a girl who was really into the to, to the to the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it just wasn't meant to be. And that is now here. This at 759 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. September means fall in New England. It also means fall golf. We've got a great fall golf deal right now. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 812 and Bax and Nagel with Def Leppard and Rock 102. Going to be a really nice day today. Sunny and a high of 73. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 71. 59 in downtown Springfield. I don't know how many of you have noticed, but uh, all morning long, we have been referring to the uh, the show as the Bax and Nagel show. Yes. Uh, that might be a surprise to some, but uh, that is now the name of this show. Yeah, there was uh, there was some discussion about, uh, uh, you know, Toucher and Rich going on over there on our other station and uh, moving things around. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and so uh, Dave, uh, for all his contributions uh, for, for this show, uh, he's uh, he's going to go back uh, over to Mornings on, on, on Laser 99.3, our sister station, which and is right that, across the hall. Right. Yeah. And that'll start in, in October, which means yeah. Steve and I will have to fend for ourselves uh, alone. I don't know how we will survive, but we will. I think we'll figure it out. Anyway. Maybe we can uh, get Cohen in here as a guest host. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Uh, (laughs) I was at at, uh, CVS the other day and uh, getting some uh, some, uh, very important medication for my various ailments. Anyway, uh, I'm very friendly with with the pharmacist. You know, every time I go in there, hey, Bax, how you doing? I'm like, hey, Tony, how you doing? And we all, always, you know, from like 25 feet away. You're on a first name basis with your pharmacist? Ain't that something? Yeah, I'm on a first name basis with my pharmacist. I go in there, they could care less that I'm in there. Well, I, you know, what can I say? I'm all a right. very friendly and gregarious customer. All right. I'm customer number one over there. Anyway, uh, he says to me, hey, what are you doing this weekend? And I say, well, Tony, to be honest, this is about as much as I had planned. Going to CBS and going home. That was going to be my whole weekend. And as it turns out, it pretty much was my whole weekend. Now, the woman behind the register says to me, well, are you going to go to the Big E? Which is a question that everybody asks. You're going to go to the Big E? Are you going to go to the Big E this year? Have you been to the Big E? How do you like the Big E? There were 178,000 people at the Big E on Saturday. Yeah. The last place that I want to be anywhere is in a crowd of 178,000 people. Not because of COVID, not because of parking, but because it is 178,000 people. Yeah, but you didn't go uh, and see Nelly? No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't go see Nelly. Why not? Well, one, it wasn't hot enough to take off all my clothes. Oh, I see. And then two, there were 178,000 people at the Big E on Saturday. Yeah. 
You know, I don't. Uh, I don't mind going to the Big E. I, I like the uh, the Big E. I, I have no uh, no hatred or bad feeling uh, towards the place. Uh, but one hundred seventy eight thousand people. I, yeah. I I try to imagine what it's like to stand in line for anything with that amount of people around you. Whether whether it's you know at, at the at the petting zoo where I can have uh, you know like animals yeah. feed from my hands with their dirty mouths or you know waiting in line with a baked potato even though I haven't washed my hands after just feeding the animals or whatever I mean I just uh, I just kind of shake my head and think mm, boy whew. staying at home and watching that Jeffrey Dahmer thing on TV seems like a whole lot more fun yes yeah, a lot more relaxing to watch Much more the Jeffrey relaxing. Dahmer yeah. You want to see people eat each other. <laughs> you want to see people yeah, eat right. inappropriate right, things. Right, right, right. You know, what's, what's worse, watching the Jeffrey Dahmer miniseries on Netflix or going to the Big E and watch someone try to pack down an 18-inch corn dog? So we were talking off the air a little bit about this, and uh, I went out uh, on Friday night with my girlfriend and her sister. We had, we had dinner out in Westfield, and we were, were talking about the Big E. And I said, listen, I said, with these record-breaking crowds, I I wouldn't mind going to some of these buildings and things like that. Yeah. But when you have, when you're going to like the Rhode Island building or the Connecticut building, there's so many people in there that you don't even have the time to stop and watch what all these little exhibits going. Right. No, it, thank you. Those. No, thank you. Very much. So, for me, the Rhode Island building's got the best food in the whole yeah. thing. I, I mean, I love the food of the Rhode Island building, but the way that thing bottlenecks when you go in, yeah, it's it's like you can literally be taken off your feet and have the crowd shuffle yeah. you in to get to where the food. Yeah, at. it's it's like you're a cat, like you're uh, like you're herding cattle. It's exactly like that. I don't want to be part of the herd. I, I want to be the guy pushing the cattle out the door. I don't want. I want to be the guy at the very end, going, "Get out of here, damn it!" Yeah, sometimes uh, you know where that uh, that little coliseum is, where they have like the, uh, the like the horse shows and stuff. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just go there just to kind of get away in between horse shows. Yeah. Just to take a breath amongst all the horse droppings all over the place, just because I need to get away from people for a little while. And I'm you know, I'm a yeah. friendly guy. I like people. I can handle people. But you know, a crowd of that size. I'm at the point in my life where I just, I, just yeah. I don't even know if I if I've got the energy to fight through a crowd like I, that. I like people in small doses. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't like seventeen at again, a time as well as one hundred and seventy eight thousand. I, I don't want to be herded like I'm some sort of uh, livestock animal being pushed out and then branded on the arm by somebody's joint who uh, forgot that they were holding it too close to the people around them. <laughs> oh, oh, what's that burn mark? Oh, I got branded at the Big E. <laughs> And it's just it's and I and I told you I you know my kids didn't even want to go this year because I said do you do you want it I said would you be upset if we didn't go yeah and they were like absolutely not 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 after last year and what happened last year was this we went on a Thursday afternoon this abundance of alcohol consumption like like too much like it's just too too much and I don't know why you're spending that much money on booze. At a place that's triple charging for what the drink is actually well, worth. I, to be honest, I, it's been so long since I've been to the Big E, and I know that this year the, the, the prices have increased a bit. I don't even know what they're charging for beer. I, I don't know either, uh, but I do know that they have increased the amount 
of alcohol sales with different little beer gardens now. It's, oh, yeah. It used to be, well, it was only a small section that you, they had the beer garden in, I believe. They had where the fort was and then also the uh, like where Sam Adams was by uh, by Storden. Mm-hmm. And they and the, those were the only two. But now you've got a lot more now, opportunities. Now they're all over. And, you know, I know it's a moneymaker. I know that uh, that's one of the things. But you're also encouraging people to drink more. Sure. And, and I, I, the availability of it is is also a problem. When, when, when you have it everywhere, as opposed to just, I'm going out of my way to go party with these other adults or enjoy the beers or wines or whatever you want, now it's everywhere. Yeah. And then you got the liquor store across the street. Which I told you about that. This uh, we were walking, le- we were walking out of out of the Biggie last year down one of the, I think it was like one of those side streets down there. It was okay. I think it was the street that the liquor store is on the corner there. And we're as we're walking towards the liquor store, uh, probably about nine thirty at night. This guy who is holding up his phone, looking at his Google Maps, drunk, looking for the liquor store, <laughs> which is right in front of him. And I'm like, hey, man, what's up? And he's like, I'm, you see a liquor store around here? And I'm like, you mean that one? And he's like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I've been walking around here for 15 minutes trying to figure out this Google GPS thing. I don't know what to do. And then he, uh, I said, uh, what are you doing? And he's like, well, the drinks in there are so expensive. I just got my hand stamped, and now I'm going to get some more shots, and I'm going to go back across the street. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, good on you. There's supposed to be no pass outs. Well, well, someone's passing out tonight. Yeah, like like that kind of behavior, and like I'm too old for that now. No, I, like, I I'm with you on that one, but I also know that you know from a business point of view, if you want to get people to buy a a, a sham wow and a slap chopper, yeah. the best way to do it is to fill them with booze so they're a little bit looser with their cash. I wish I was a package store owner on Memorial Avenue. Oh my God, yes, no kidding. How much money? You be, there was people going in and out of that place, and and it's and it's one of those you can see on the you can see one that that liquor store is is very accommodating to the. Like they have, you can see inside. There's a whole case of nips in there, like a whole like you can see it from the window. The liquor store may be yeah. the only business on that entire street that's still doing decent business. That's benefiting from yeah. That. Well, because, think about because it. every everybody else, you yeah. know, is, is getting you know they've got to sh- practically shut down. It's the sin store. It's the cheap sin store. Yeah, that guy could raise his prices by five dollars for everything in that store well, and still make money. Absolutely. Do you realize if you park on people's uh, yards? Yeah, in that neighborhood, any other time of year, it's absolutely free. Oh yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> they that's they won't charge you twenty five bucks to well, park you in might the parking get, lot. You might get towed, but sure, it's still but free. It's, but it's you know technically free to park. Yeah, there's no sign there. That's oh, right. Like two weeks ago, you had a sign here that said fifteen dollars. Now there's nothing here. One hundred seventy eight thousand people. Yeah, that's too uh, many people, I, I and just, it's uh, too too out of my comfort zone. I'm getting too old for this. I I really am getting. You know, when when the weather is is crummy and it's cold and damp, mm-hmm. that's when I want to go. Yeah, when nobody's when, there. When nobody is there, that's when I, I want to go. I remember there. when we first moved up here when I was a teenager, my dad had to do, uh, you know, they entrusted that man who drank so much with the safety operations of the railroad, uh, and they were doing some <laughs> sort of Operation Lifesaver uh, thing at the Big E. Like, yep. it was like a booth that they had set up. So he's like, yeah, yeah why don't you go around to take a look at the place? 
and it was rainy. It was like pouring rain on like yeah. a Tuesday night, and it was like, wow, they look at all this stuff they had. Like there was so much to see because you could actually enjoy <laughs> seeing it. You know, I didn't realize they had this much stuff at the Big E. Yeah, well, they do now. I'll be damned. And then uh, you know, and I even know like a witness to pig and pigorama uh, throwing its young across the the oh, room. Oh, those memories! I was like, oh, that's uh, <laughs> that's that's the Andrea Yates pig. <laughs> we call her Andrea. <laughs> It's 823 with Dax and Nagel at Rock 102. Fall is here. And so is the Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 829 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 73. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 71. It's 59 right now in downtown Springfield. Steve Weissman from Scamicide.com will be joining us tomorrow. And is it Wednesday that Marty's with us? Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday Mar- morning. Marty Caproni. Is he going to be, uh, he'll be op- and not, not opening, headlining at the Roar Comedy Club again uh, in November. If that's what you say, I don't know. I, that's what I just saw just days ago. So I, uh, he's going back. I don't uh, pay attention to anything he's doing. I just say, just come in here. <laughs> and he'll be like, oh, okay. Because I know he'll just he'll just rattle off yeah, all the and stuff that he's doing. And, and that's then, fine. Know. And that's fine. Yeah. But, you know, if you want to see Marty, then that's the, that's the place to go. I heard Bob Marley was great on Saturday. Yeah, I heard that was a really good show as well. As yeah. he always is. Mm-hmm. Dude's a total pro. So... There you go. Good um, comedy coming around the area. Very good comedy. It's uh, it's 8.30. Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. If you're in the market for a new vehicle, you should be looking no further than... 8.32 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Brought to you by Serview Locksmith. They got a key for that. St. James Avenue in Springfield or servulocksmith.com. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. Ian strengthened into a hurricane on Monday. I believe it's pronounced Ian. What? Uh, on Monday morning, as it's forecast to rapidly intensify into a major hurricane as it nears western Cuba uh, tonight, the National Hurricane Center said authorities in Cuba suspended classes in Pinar del Rio province as they said they will begin um, evacuations today as Ian was forecast to strengthen before reaching the western part of, uh, of the island on its way to Florida. So Florida looks for all intents and purposes, looks like it's going to get hammered with this thing. <clears throat> but not here, right? No, it's like going up like uh, the w- the west coast of Florida. All right, like it's gonna go right up the west, and then and then let's see the track. Let's see the track. Yeah, it looks like we're gonna get a crap load of rain by the end of the weekend, which is exactly what we what we want around here is more. Yeah, we rain. need we need rain, but we don't really need like a tropical storm, a tropical depression, or a, or a hurricane. Just I mean, uh, like a rain shower here and there will be fine i always find that weird like in the fall when it's been like cool and crisp for a few days Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you get a tropical storm and it feels like you're in the tropics because of the the air like the humid air i was like oh this feels kind of nice except for this flooding and that car floating down the street i'm very anti-natural disaster i've seen enough natural disaster films in my day to know i don't want to be a part of any of them yeah i don't don't want to be part of a, a, a towering inferno I don't want to be a part of a, a plane crash with, like, say, oh, I don't, I don't know, uh, actor George Kennedy as your pilot. I don't want to be, I don't want any nuns singing on my plane. I don't want any of that stuff. Earthquakes, uh, tsunamis, no, you just sharknadoes. Like, I don't want any of them. You just like to be part of uh, forced acts like uh, train wrecks and uh, car accidents. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But, but uh, stuff that uh, you know is an act of God. There's, there's like no way around it. <laughs> A uh, heavy police presence was spotted on uh, 
Donina Drive in Chicopee on Sunday afternoon. Multiple cars and emergency vehicles were called to Stonina Drive uh, around noon Sunday. Officers slowly approached with tasers drawn. Residents in the area told uh, 22 News that this was some sort of domestic dispute. The police surrounded a man who appeared to have a knife. 22 News then reached out to the Chicopee Police Department for more information about the incident and has not heard back at this time. Mm. Now, that was uh, yesterday at 4.51 p.m. Actually, yesterday at 4.51 p.m. Updated at 10.48 p.m., still no information. But it was updated. Yeah, I, I don't get this This whole, like, uh, this is what's going on. I think what's going on is a domestic dispute. Sometimes I wonder when a story says it's been updated and there's really no additional information, whether that update just includes, like, a spelling error. I think that's exactly as, what it is. As opposed to actual information about a particular situation. Because it's probably the web program they're using that just says updated when they update it. Yeah. So you're right. If they add another line in there that still doesn't really have any information, it still is considered, quote, updated. See, for those of us that like, you know, read news and, and follow this stuff, when we think of an update, we think of, okay, this is a developing story of which new details have suddenly emerged but that's not always what happens with with Mass Live. In fact, sometimes the updates are really no update at all. No. That's they, why I'm thinking it's a grammatical error or someone's name was spelled wrong. Just things that people saw. We saw a guy with a knife in his hand. And the cops were all around him. It was crazy. I think a bunch of cops with tasers would probably cause you to drop the knife. I would think so. I would, even before they uh, even before they filled my body with voltage. An early morning house fire is underway in Springfield, uh, according to uh, officials. Oh, wait a minute. Did I say underway? An early morning house fire is under investigation in Springfield today. <clears throat> I, just okay. said, I think I just said a fire is underway. Underway, like no, it's, it's burning right now. No, no, it's already over. According to officials, firefighters were called to the fire on Rest Way shortly before 2.30 a.m. They were able to get the uh, blaze under control and out in about 30 minutes. Officials said two people were displaced from the fire. The Red Cross is assisting them. The arson and bomb squad is now investigating the cause. I'm going to go with, uh, let's see, random bag of reasons. Uh, improper distinguish of smoking materials. Could be. Ex- extinguish. Distinguished or extinguished? No, it's, uh, it's extinguished. Extinguished. I'm trying to figure out where Rest Way is. That's what I don't know. Oh, Rest Way is off uh, Boston Road. Off of Boston say, Road. Yes. I thought it was that. Uh, over. Yeah, it was over by Walmart over there, isn't it? That is exactly what. Yes. By Walmart. Well, it's no longer there. So. All right. Well. That's too bad. More information we don't have. Continuing on. Page two. Uh, A sad story uh, out of East Longmeadow. James Bowen Jr. was remembered as an amazing light for so many. The 25-year-old Bowen was killed in a head-on collision on I-91 in Windsor. Uh, According to Western Mass News, Dominic uh, Nicole Loisel of Brighton was also killed in the crash. Bowen was well-known to at the Pride Station in East Longmeadow, where he worked. The store manager wrote on Facebook as she shared the GoFundMe, uh, We are still reeling from this news, and we understand that many people are asking how they can help. 
Marion Bowen, the organizer of the GoFundMe, wrote, At this time, your kind words and thoughts are greatly appreciated. Remember, he remembered his smiling face while working at the Pride Store. You said that uh, he was a very popular guy. Yeah, I know at, people uh, that, uh, that knew him said he was a very, very nice young man. It's too uh, bad. The GoFundMe is being used to help to cover the cost of the funeral and will be given to his mother. It has raised more than $18,000 in, in its two days. Uh, the goal was $8,000. So at least, uh, yeah. you know, you can get a little bit of help for that family uh, with that tragic accident. Senator uh, John Velas will announce $40,000 in funding for East Hampton High School security upgrades today. Ooh-wee. $40,000? Forty grand. That should pay for a couple of locks. Hey, one or two. Yeah, the deadbolt maybe. Uh, Senator Velas uh, will announce the funding for East Hampton High School during an open press event. The funding was included in the Massachusetts fiscal year 23 budget that was passed by the Senate and House and was signed into law by the governor. The budget will upgrade the school's security system to promote school safety. Velas will be joined. That's all they have. It's just talking about, hey, Velas is going to be there. And then the mayor will be there. And then we're all going to say, hey, here's a big check for $40,000. <laughs> uh, what does this cover? Uh, like you said. Oh, yeah, two doors. <laughs> you ever see how much like? Uh, unless they're gonna serve you a locksmith, they you got ever, a key for that. Do you ever like see how much like fixtures for things cost? Like industrial size fixtures. Oh yeah, I've it's, been having it's I, pricey. I've been having this hell of a time with my dog, with <sighs> the knocking over of the trash. And then destroying the trash. He's still in the trash. So I got this. Uh, I finally got this uh, this 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 uh, receptacle that has a locking lid on it. Right. Right. But he, it's so cheaply made, and he's knocked it over so many times that the lock is now broken on it. So again, I am being held hostage in my own home. Uh huh. Uh, not being able to go out and enjoy things and come back and not have the trash knocked over. And yes, I know what you're saying. Uh, don't feed the dog uh, human food. I can't always help that. I get two kids that uh, you know mm -hmm. throw 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 something off their plates every once in a while to the thing, and then uh, when I have to say, "I told you not to do that." Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I forgot. <laughs> I've been told five thousand times. It's okay, but, but anyway, keep slipping my mind. I know there there, there is systemic problems, but here's the thing: I cannot find an indoor trash can. That has some sort of locking mechanism on mm -hmm. it that would prevent this dog from knocking it over. Riddle so, me this. Yeah. Have you ever considered mm -hmm. the idea of getting one of those uh, drawers, those yeah. garbage pail drawers, that uh, you put the garbage bucket in and it looks like a regular drawer like uh, underneath your yeah. countertop? Yeah. I'm going to have to hire somebody to do that. If I want that to happen, no, Steve. No, you're a I'm not. No, do it yourself. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a DIY yeah, no. approach. Yeah, DIY. You know what DIY? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, <laughs> idiot. You can't do this. That's yeah. what DIY stands for. Yeah. Don't, idiot. You can't do this. Well, I mean, I, I would just think that, that would be like a like a a reasonable solution to this problem because you've talked about the dog doing this in the past. Yeah, if, he's I, not, if he's not going through garbage, he's uh, counter-surfing. Well, you know, he, I, I, I miss the days of where he was defiling blankets. He doesn't do that anymore. You know, he used to go to town, like, uh, treating that like it was his own personal porn shop. Right. You know, but now he's moved on. He's like, hey, you know what? Uh, enough with the uh, the doggy masturbation. I'm going to go with eating the trash. <laughs>
That's my that's my since, deal now. Since you won't get me a playmate for yeah. to, to to satisfy these needs, I'm going to eat your food behind your back. Yeah, so he, go uh, through your garbage. So I'm I'm like looking every. I cannot find an indoor trash can that would prevent this from happening. And I can't believe like I want to go on Shark Tank and design my own trash can and go. This is how you do it. Because yeah. I can't be the only schmuck in the world dealing with this kind of thing. You're this definitely kind of problem. you're definitely not the only schmuck in the world. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so I'm like I have to move the trash can into the bathroom. Oh, yeah, I have no. to like. Uh, you know, put it somewhere else. You don't want to put it up on the counter because it's, dirt, it's a dirty trash can. Right. Like, you know, anytime you clean it or not. You know, my dog is 80 pounds of stupid. He walks past that garbage bucket 10 times uh, you know, an hour and never puts his head in it. Do you feed him human food at all? Rarely. It's okay if you do. It's no, okay. It, Everybody it's, does that it's at some very point. very rare yeah. when we... The only time he gets human food is if we're giving him a yeah. pill. See, I think that's the issue. And we give I him like a piece of like American cheese. Yeah, see, that's I think it. I think that's the issue. This dog has uh, eaten nothing but a buffet of food, and you can't even leave anything around. A loaf of bread, gone, got right off the top of the counter. Yeah. It'll be far enough back. I have video of this dog and his little antics and how he does it. <laughs> you know, the dog acts like he's stupid. Yeah, but he's very, very smart. Oh yeah, and nice. he, like, like he he knows that if he just keeps pushing this thing, that loaf of bread will pop right off the top and right down into the floor, and he can enjoy. That's it. the genius of dogs. And not only does he do that, but he's smart enough to rip the plastic back and eat the contents rather uh. than swallow. The, so I never have to worry about him eating something he. He shouldn't be as far as like a uh, like a, a foreign object or right. anything like that. He he knows how to pull it apart with his little paws. He's a smart dog. He, he's got you fooled. But I need a trash can that will live up to the test of time. I and hope you find it. I don't think I will, unless I make it myself. Again, another DIY project. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, mostly sunny with a high of 72. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 71. It's 58 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. If you like lobster as much as I do, you're going to want to head to Villa Napolitan. And the Foo Fighters with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, sunny and a high of 72. Sunny and a high of 71 uh, for today and tomorrow. 58 right now in downtown Springfield. It's hard to believe, but uh, the big bonk and smoke returns to the log cabin on Wednesday. Uh, the, yeah, that's uh, that's next week. Next week. Holy smoke. crazy. Next week, October 5th at the log cabin. Tickets are still on sale. Come enjoy a fun night out with beautiful views on the side of Mount Tom. Your admission includes a few uh, cigars provided by the Cigar Room 2 in Agawam. You get a T-shirt from GG Inc.'s Custom Printing and a premium food spread that is absolutely fantastic, including hors d'oeuvres, dinner, dessert, and more. Details and tickets available at rock102.com. Cigar smoking is not a safe alternative to cigarettes. you got to be over 21 with a positive ID tenter. It's the Big Bonk and Smoke next week, October 5th at the Log Cabin. Brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements and driven by the Tommy Carr Auto Group and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. All right. So uh, my neighbor just sent me uh, this thing called the Simple Human Trash Can. Yeah. It's $250 for a trash can. However, however, it looks like it's very, 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 very durable. But I don't know... uh, about spending two hundred fifty dollars on a trash can, Steve. You've uh, 
you know, you're doing okay. I mean, you're you're moderately comfortable. You could afford two hundred and fifty dollars. This uh, this if this solves your problem, how many garbage cans are going to take you to get the one you really want? You could probably get like ten different trash cans over the next five years, as opposed to this one, which will last a lifetime. You know, a penny yeah. wise, pound foolish. You know, spend the money. Go ahead, splurge. This is a this is a, 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 a fight between you and Beast. And damn it, you should not allow that dog to win. Yeah, you know, and here's the, and my, uh, my sister-in-law for, you know, she, she, she does a great job uh, taking care of the kids in the morning. Uh, she, she drove my one daughter to school and she got back. The dog had gotten into the trash again. Of course. Right? He's playing you. Yeah, and she had to wrestle a chicken carcass out of his mouth. All right, you see what I'm saying right? here? If you just invest... The $250 into this thing. Problem solved. That dog's never going to figure it out. As you know, opposed to dinking around the issue, trying to save a couple bucks. Yeah. Spend it. Spend $250? It. That's it. What if it doesn't work? Well, then it doesn't work. Then you're down 250 bucks. You have to find something better. But at this point, there might not be anything better. This may be your best option. I'm just... <laughs> I'm really skittish sure. about spending $250. And she offered to let me borrow this trash can to try it out. But, you know, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll reach out to the Simple Human Company and uh, see if we, uh, if I can explain to them yeah. how I'm a poor, poor radio host and uh, don't and, have the money. And to how, spend how great would it be yeah. to have you endorse their product? Yes. 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 Would you like to buy advertising on Rock 102? Hi, I'm Steve Nagel uh, for Simply Human. Yeah. Does your dog rip through uh, garbage and eat human food inappropriately? Does your dog pretend to sit on the chair before you leave thinking, I'm not going to do nothing shady while you're gone? I had that problem until I turned my dog around. Now he knows who's boss. To the simple human trash can. (laughs) See? This is exactly what you should do. (laughs) I think I dated a girl called the simple human trash can (laughs) once. At least that's she had those her shorts. At least yeah. that's her nickname before you started dating her. Yeah, she had those. <laughs> she had those shorts that said "DNA Dumpster" right on the back. <laughs> Good times. It's eight fifty-five with Max and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. Fall is here.